You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue. The same keen prices online or over the phone. one 800 0608968960 or Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling proudly brought to you by Garrard's Horse and Hound and what a night we've got in front of us tomorrow night at Albion Park 10 races we start at 5:10 there's two group 1 features the big one is race number 8 that's the Rising Sun that features Leap to Fame for those wondering start time for that race coming through tomorrow night is 8:53 Tab have come to the party. There's a first four jackpot, and that's really interesting because Leap to Fame's very short, and he looks a standout, so it's a good option to take. So a first four jackpot of $50,000. That pool is projected to exceed $200,000. So well worth checking out, doing the form on the rising sun, standing out Leap to Fame and going hard with uh, those that can fill second, third, and fourth. It's a wonderful night tomorrow night. They're the two Group 1 features. We've got the South East Oaks, the South East Derby. We've got the Fleur de Lille, the Mayor's feature. We've got the final of the Darrell Alexander Memorial Trotting Championship Series. And there's a stack of other highlights throughout the uh, meeting. So a lot to look forward to. We've been pouring over the form, speaking with all the major players. Time now to find a winner or two for the weekend. And to help us, as he does each and every Friday morning, Jared Daffing from Tabby joins us now. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. What do we make of this race on Saturday night? The Rising Sun, Leap to Fame drawn out in seven. That barrier draw conducted on Monday night. Has there been a great deal of change to the prices since? Not really, Chris. I mean, we put him up at $1.30 after the barrier draw and final field were, were assembled. Now, he's out to $1.40 now. Don't be put off by that because basically what has happened here is uh, the percentages have started to tighten up. So basically, most prices are better than what they were beforehand. As an example, my ultimate, Ronnie, six out to eight. Uh, can't find a metaband, six out to seven. Speak to True still an $11 pop. So there's there's been no horse crunched in the market. They've just all got out a little bit. So he's $1.40, which is probably where he... Maybe he should have been to start with, but naturally, uh, he's he's the high-profile horse. He's the one everybody wants a piece of. Does he start sure to come jump time tomorrow night, in your opinion, Jerry? I think he will. Um, just due to lack of interest in the two behind him in the market, my ultimate run, he's, as I said, has been six out to eight. Uh, can't find a better man. was impressive last week, but we don't really have too many takers there. The only one that's toughened up a little bit is the roughy Tim's a trooper. 31 into 23, and to be honest, it doesn't take a lot when they're that kind of price early in the market. So $1.40, uh, I'd be very surprised if you got too much better than that. OK, for those wondering, the Rising Sun, this is only the third edition of this new feature on the Queensland Harness Racing calendar. The two previous winners, the inaugural winner was the Star Mayor, who's now North American-based, the Amazing Dream, and last year, the Star Victorian Mayor, Ladies in Red, was able to score... So two editions so far, Mayor's winning both. There's no Mayor set to start unless the emergency Racy Roxy secures a start, but looking highly unlikely. So all the boys going up uh, tomorrow night and it's all pointing towards Leap to Fame. For those wondering, Leap to Fame did contest this race last year as a three-year-old, finishing third behind Ladies in Red. So here he is looking to go one better. He's all the rage. So currently $1.40, as Jared said. $7 can't find a better man. $8, my ultimate Ronnie. 
not a great deal of interest in any others. And Jared, given the fact that Tab have come to the party with that first four jackpot, this is an excellent race to play with the first four. It is, and, and I suppose most are going to take the easy way out, leap to fame to win from others to run second, third and fourth. But you're quite right, it's a big jackpot component, $50,000 now. Uh, it normally gets to three, four, sometimes five or six times that multiple. So, you know, we could well be looking at a quarter of a million dollars in that pool. I think the projected is, is 150 to 200 at the moment, but quite conceivable it'll get well beyond that. Yeah, no doubt about that. And for those wondering with Leap to Fame, his record at Albion Park at this distance range, 2,138 metres, five starts at the Albion Park 2,138, three wins, the two occasions he was beaten last year, it was in the uh, Rising Sun behind Ladies in Red, and he was beaten in the South East Derby behind Can't Find a Better Man, who he goes up against tomorrow night. So he's got an, impe- mm. uh, an impeccable record. But can't find a better man's also got a very impressive record at the track. Seven starts, five wins, two minors. On the two occasions he was beaten, once was behind Leap to Fame in the Queensland Derby last year. Earlier this campaign, he got beaten a nose by Black Sedans, the track record holder in fast time. So that is going to be an awesome race. Race number eight, last leg of the quaddy, and that uh, big first four jackpot. The other Group 1 feature tomorrow night, Jared, is the Great Square. This is a brand-new race on the calendar very much moulded in the same sort of manner as the rising sun. Three and four-year-olds, so we've got a couple of three-year-old trotters taking on their older rivals, and it's a mobile start over 2,138 metres. The favourite is the Victorian, RC Phoenix. He's four for four this campaign, $2.25, $5 rocking with, uh, I should say, three seventy Courage Stride, $5 rocking with Attitude, $9 hot to trot, and then we're going out to London to a brick at $12. Where's the money going here for the Great Square? Been a couple of interesting moves here, particularly around this favourite RC Phoenix number six. Now it opened at 280, it's into 225. That's a big move in a in a big race. Uh, the second pick there, rocking with attitude, 450 out to five. There's been a bit of interest in London to a brick, 17 into 12 for the rat race. And the other one that was well and truly in the market, but it's getting out. It's nearly double what it was. Hot to trot, five fifty out to nine dollars. Chris, little bit of interest in uh, Courage Stride now that it's touched three seventy, but it's a drifter as well. It was actually the equal favourite at two eighty. It's out to three seventy. So as you can see, uh, the momentum clearly with RC Phoenix there, two eighty into two twenty five. Okay, good push there. He's uh, he's looked awesome so far this campaign. We spoke with Chris Finozio, his trainer driver during the week, and. Uh, He's quite confident that he can uh, register a big Group 1 triumph. And a big thanks to our major sponsor for the Great Square, Pat Driscoll and his uh, company, Harris Detrotters. So great to have them on board. And that is going to be a very exciting race. Race number seven, Group 1 feature for three- and four-year-old trotters. Let's focus on the three-year-old paces. We've got the South East Oaks and the South East Derby, both being held tomorrow night, Jared. These are the uh, all-important lead-up runs for the big ones, the Group 1 Queensland Oaks and the Group 1 Derby coming through in two weeks' time. So race two here tomorrow night, the favourite, Jewel Melody, 2.10, Peaceful, 2.60, and then we're going out to double figures. So is it a race in two? Looks like it, doesn't it? Well, it might actually be a race in one because Peaceful was the opening favourite at 2.50. It's out to 2.60. It did touch 2.70, I must point out. Jewel Melody opened at 280, uh, into 225 last night. This morning updates at $2.10. Uh, the others in the market there are pretty much all out the gate. Little Miss Lily, 850 out to 12. 
Uh, Sky Blues, 19 out to 26. Obviously, Windy Hill Tara came out, so there's a little deduction there. Um, Cheerleader, 12 out to 18. So, in summary, uh, yeah, it's dual melody uh, and then a bit of a gap to Peaceful and then a massive gap to anything else. Okay. These two fillies clashed uh, in the uh, recent Redcliffe Oaks. Peaceful was a short price favourite, led up and mm. weakened. Dual Melody went down uh, uh, bravely after doing plenty of work and it was the local cheerleader that was able to storm down the outside. So it'll be interesting, but that's the, that's the right form race looking at it. But uh, many expecting Dual Melody to get the lead. So that might explain why she's been... Best back, Jared, Jewel Melody. So I think, he's a full... I think you're right. Yep. I did see mention of that on social media the night before last, that Peaceful probably wouldn't contest the early lead and, and the other one would get the lead. And that coincided with, you know, a couple of early moves for it. So that would be the reasoning behind that for sure and certain. Yeah, they're two very good fillies, no question. You've got to forgive her for that disappointment. And she'll be a lot better peaceful on the bigger track at Albion Park, but she needs yeah. to be better on what she showed there at Reckliffe. But Jewel Melody, a four-times Group 1 winner, chasing another feature there. That's the South East Oaks, and that's an important scratching of Windy Hill Tara, the New South Wales Oaks winner. So she comes out. The Derby. Now, this is a little bit interesting. Uh, naturally gifted the favourite, 225. Others in the mix here, 460 Doug's Platter, super impressive last week. $6 on deadline and sure thing captain. And then RD's flash at six fifty. So where's the money going in the Southeast Derby? Favourites an early drifter, naturally gifted two, open two dollars on Wednesday night. It's out to two twenty five. Uh, the pole marker there on deadline has been five out to six. But the two they want to be with are the next two, or around about that in the market. Doug's platter five fifty into four sixty, and number six short captain has been 6.50 into six. Actually, it's been a bit of interest in RD's place as well, 7.50 into 6.50. But of that trio, Doug's played it clearly the best back, 5.50 into 4.60. Yeah, he ran home in 54.5, winning last week. There seems to be a, a growing sort of uh, school of thought that there's a, a bit of a slow on this favourite naturally gift. He's been quite easy by the look of it. So it's going to be very interesting to see what price he is come jump time tomorrow night. I think just looking at what we've done, at, at the very least, you're right, because we've seen three others of the four behind him in the market just toughen up a little bit, in particular Doug's platter. But he's two out to 225. There haven't been any takers at that. So if you fancy naturally gifted, I'd suggest you probably get a better price. OK. Uh, we need your help here in race four. This is the Daryl Alexander Trotting Championship final. And this looks wide open here, Jared. We've seen heats over the past fortnight. Aldebaran Misty, without doubt, the star performer, claiming both of her heats. So she goes into the final unbeaten. Um, it'll be interesting to see if she can do it. I think Pink Alars was the last one to go through the series unbeaten. So she's up against it, but she's the favourite. But you're getting $5.50, Aldebaran Misty. Uh, others in the mix here. We've got $9 Over and Out, $9 Funny Face, $6 Hammers Law, uh, and then we're going down the bottom. Sir Fahrenheit, six fifty. Call me trouble at six fifty. Give us a helping hand here. Where's the money going? Oh gee, I don't know whether I'm much help to here. It's five dollars fifty to field, Chris. I think that says it all. And that is older Baron uh, Misty, as you said, seven dollars into five fifty. The other one that's toughened up a couple of times is number fifteen. Call me trouble off the twenty meters. Now, it was nine into eight fifty. That happened as soon as we put the prices up. 
and then yesterday into 6.50. So it's not far behind, you know, the other one is favourite. There's a couple of horses there at 6.50, but they've been the two that have attracted the early support. Older Baron Misty, 7 into 5.50 favourite, and Call Me Trouble, 9 into 6.50. Yeah, he's been uh, unbelievably very good on the, on the sectionals uh, during the series, Call Me Trouble. So he'll relish the long journey. Three runners from last year's final back up this year, including the winner, Global Flight. He led all the way in this race last year. He's qualified again. The horse he beat last year, Majestic Harry for Brittany Graham, starts again. And the other one coming out of last year's final, indefensible. He was sixth. He lines up for another shot. So there's a couple there that are prepared to give Global Flight a chance. So it's not an easy race. It's, it's probably a good thing that's not a leg of the main quaddy. Yeah, otherwise it'll be a field job. Yeah, Majestic <laughs> Harry, obviously, uh, with the connection there with Britt, who'll be uh, who'll be in the sulky. Bit of interest in him at uh, $18 a win and $5 a place. Okay, race number five, which does start the main tab, Quaddy. This is the Fleur de Lille, the final lead-up for the uh, Group 1 Golden Girl, the mayor's feature of the carnival. And the favourite here is Uptown Beach Girl, considered to be the best mayor in the state, and she gets her chance to prove that tomorrow night. She's uh, the favourite at 2.30... We've got Brave You Kelly, 2.30. So they're equal elects, and she's considered to be the best mayor in the country, one of them, certainly up there with ladies in red, Brave You Kelly. She is a star performer. Others in the mix here? No, that's about it. We're going out to double figures for all the others. Manhattan, $11. Mm. Carla Jane, who won the Reckliff Mayor's feature, $13. So 2.30 each of two here, Jared. Well, if you're a believer in the money trail, uh, this is easy, and it's going to be Uptown Beach Girl. Now, Brave You Kelly opened at 170. Uh, was 2.20 very early this morning. It's out to 2.30. Uptown Beach Girl opened at 3.30. Uh, when I had a look yesterday, it was 2.80. Updates this morning, equal favourite at $2.30. That's a big, big move, Chris, uh, particularly with an opening odds on favourite there. So $2.30 each or two, but quite clearly uh, they want to be with Uptown Beach Girl of, of that duo. There's been a bit of interest in Carla Jane from the pole there, 21 into 13. And as you point out, the rest are pretty much out the gate. There's no interest in anything else apart from uh, from that, well, number two, Uptown Beach Girl. Yeah, OK. So it might be leader behind leader again here, Uptown Beach Girl, Carla Jane. Uptown Beach Girl, the fastest mare ever to race at Albion Park. So she draws ideally gate two at the mile. So let's see if they can catch her tomorrow night. Uh, race six, the Mr. Fieldwood, and this is the last big qualifier for the big ones coming up. The Garrard Sunshine Sprint next week. Two weeks time, the Grand Circuit event, the Blacks of Fate. And this is an intriguing race because the wonder from the West arrives and he steps out magnificent storm. The favourite, though, is Expensive Ego, 240. We've got 440 Magnificent Storm. Uh, the track record holder for this distance, Swayze, he steps out, 460, $6 for big wheels. And then we're looking at $11 Loyalist, the Reckliff Cup winner, $12 Manila Playboy. Where's the money going in the Mr. Feelgood? Well, it looks like the bookies nailed this one when they put the market up. There's been not a lot of change here. Expensive Ego did open at $2.40, so it's unmoved. Of those behind, Expensive Ego in the market, Magnificent Storm's been the most popular, 5 into four forty. dollars uh, Loyalist, seven fifty out to eleven, so it's the least popular. Uh, anything under $12. Swayze's been around about that $4.60 mark, and you mentioned big wheels at $6. So in summary, it looks like, um, as I said, the prices are pretty much spot on. Money for the WA star, Magnificent Storm, as soon as we put it up, 5 into four forty, unmoved since. I don't know which way they'll go here, but it does look like expensive ego will go around the five. 
Yeah, and that's a really good point you raise because there's a, a fair few judges that are saying they're not sure where expensive ego sits. He's coming into this race off a little bit of a freshener. Very good last time out sectionally, but yeah. he is just a little bit hard to follow. And Magnificent Storm drawn where he's drawn, probably unknown and, and what to expect with that Perth form translating it to the East Coast. So it's a, it's a difficult race, that one. Look, it is, and I suppose the other thing with the expensive ego, we all know where he started and what he promised to deliver. And he didn't quite get there, did he? he you know, punters have been burnt by him on many, many occasions, but from the draw, um, it, it looks like he's expected to be the one to beat $2.40, but we haven't seen a rush for him. So, again, it's a very, very deep field, that one. If you like him, you might be able to do a little bit better come this time tomorrow. Okay, so it's a really good program. Uh, fixed odds markets are open for all races, races 1 through 10. But if you're building a multi for us tomorrow night for Albion Park, which way are you going to go? We're going to go race 2, number 4, Jewel Melody, currently at 210. That's 280 into 210. Race 5, number 2, Uptown Beach Girl, currently the $2.30 equal favourite. That's in from 3.30. And in the Great Square, race 7, number 6, RC Phoenix, 280 into 2.25. Might leave Leap to Fame out. You can throw it in if you wish. I suppose the beauty of that is it will be the last leg. And if your multi's still alive, you know, you can play around backing a few others. But they're the three that have been the big movers in the market. Race two, number four. Race five, number two. Race seven, number six. Okay. And just looking at it, the Quaddy might be a skinny one tomorrow night. Uptown Beach Girl, first leg of the Quaddy. RC Phoenix, that's the... uh... The, the second leg of the double, and then you've got Leap to Fame rounding out the quaddy. So we might be set for a skinny quaddy dividend tomorrow night. Might well. Uh, yeah, that might well be the case. Don't forget that first four jackpot, which I'm sure you'll mention. Uh, the other thing with yeah. the, coverage tom- the coverage tomorrow night now, uh, we're on Sky Racing Active from before the first race, so it's an early start. But from 7 o'clock onwards, uh, the coverage from Albion Park will be on Sky Thoroughbred Central. So Ryan Phelan will be there, obviously Brittany Graham. Uh, Greg O'Connor will be a cast of thousands and I'll be along with a few tab prices. All right. So that's uh, on Sky Thoroughbred Central from 7 o'clock, but Sky from Racing Active... 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Okay, that's the Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing Active, all night long, the coverage. So there's no reason not to be part of the action tomorrow night from Albion Park. Hey, Jared, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside tomorrow night. We'll talk again next week. Look forward to it. Thanks, Chris. There's Jared Daffy from Tab, so you can check out those prices right now. Just repeating his multi for tomorrow night. Jewel Melody, 210 in the Southeast Oaks. In the Fleur de Lille, Uptown Beach Girl, 230. And in the Great Square, RC Phoenix, currently at 225. So you multi them up, you get a nice little return. And as he said, if you want to put a little bit of uh, mayo on top, leap to fame. He's currently $1.40 to take out the rising sun. So it's a, a super night. And it looks like our punters are getting right behind a few of these runners tomorrow night. Let's check in with Ryan Spice each and every Friday. He joins us. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you? I'm really well, really well. Leap to fame, gate seven. Can they test him? I think they can test him, Chris, but I fully expect him to prevail. Okay, so who's, who's the most likely to jump out of that pack and say, I'll give you a race? I think it's can't find a better man uh, for Belinda McCarthy. This horse has been stellar in Queensland so far. He's been dropping 53 halves at will. If he gets an ounce of luck in running, I can see him racing very well. Okay, so can't find a better man. Might be the other uh, stumbling block for Leap to Fame. Where do we find your best bet tomorrow night there? 
Chris, on the Albion Park card, which is just stellar, my best comes up in race one, number five, Bondi Lockdown. He's back to a band two to four here over the middle trip. He was wonderful last start, leading the three-wide line, home in 54. He was the strongest horse in the last 100. I think he looked like he was getting back to somewhere near his best. I think he can win the opener on the card. Okay. Does he have to win this race tomorrow night, Ryan, to solidify his spot in next week's uh, Garrard Sunshine Sprint and the Grand Circuit race, the Blanks of Faker, a fortnight from now? Yeah, Chris, I think he needs to to really show something um, to definitely be a guaranteed spot in both features. Okay, so that looks an ideal race for him. It is a massive class drop. So race one, number five, Bondi Lockdown, your best bet. Is there a value play there tomorrow night? Um, nothing sort of jumps off the page. Um, I think if people found cheerleader in the Redcliffe Oaks uh, last time, don't jump off her. She looks back to her best and she's $20 plus again um, in the southeast Oaks. But um, I think all the markets are trending in the right direction and they look about right. Okay. The Group 1 Great Square. What are your thoughts on this race and uh, who do you see walking away with the big prize? I'm a big fan of RC Phoenix. I think he does get the right draw to work forward and control the race, whether he finds the top or breezes. He's improved length this prep. He sort of furnished into the horse that uh, some thought he would. I'm hard against the three-year-olds here, Chris. I just think it's too big a task. Um, I do want to drift, though. I hope he gets back out to $2.80 plus, and then RC Phoenix can become a, a bet. Okay. Uh, we spoke with Chris Benozio during the week. He's always been good RC Phoenix, but he's a monster of a horse, so maybe it's just a maturity thing. He's finally filling into that frame. Yeah, I think so. And then the other factor is the Chris Benozio camp have been on fire the last six to eight weeks, so you can bet with confidence there. Okay. The rising sun, as I mentioned, first ball jackpot, so maybe that pool exceeds $200,000. Leap to fame, is, is he a standout? And then how do we play uh, second, third, fourth, in your opinion? Yeah, I think yeah, you have to stand him out, Chris. But without a doubt, including Miles McRonnie, Tim's a trooper, uh, can't find a better man, speak the truth, and Cobber for second, third, and fourth, I think you'll go really close. Okay, we'll see start. Hey, Ryan, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside tomorrow night. Talk again next week. Thanks, Chris. Can't wait. There's Ryan Spice joining us, as he does each and every Friday morning. Our next guest, he, uh, he came over last week. He went home in love. He fell in love with Leap to Fame. He went home, told everyone how good this horse was, including Mark Burton. That's why we're not seeing a cooter here this year. He gets to come back and see a fully furnished product and an odds-on favour to take out the rising sun tomorrow night. Greg O'Connor. Greg, welcome back. Yeah, great to be back, uh, Chris. You pretty much summed that up beautifully because, uh, yeah, it was an awe of uh, Leap to Fame last year and his domination of the Queensland derby. And um, I am really looking forward to seeing him in the flesh tomorrow night. Uh, he's he's come up with a barrier draw, which I think hopefully will take luck out of play. And uh, he's, he's the best horse in it, and I'm looking forward to seeing him. Okay, so since you went home after the carnival last year, no doubt you've kept tabs on Leap to Fame. You've kept watching the improvement, the evolvement that he's uh, he's become what he is now. So are you shocked in any way, shape or form with how he's gone about his business since you saw him last year? Probably not up until the last start. And I've been to Redcliffe a few times, nowhere near as many times as you, obviously. But uh, to witness what he did, even from afar, in the patron's purse, 
Um, horses just simply can't do that. I understand he still had the earplugs in. I know, you know, the, the quality of horse that he was against. Um, it, 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 you just can't do that, Chris. You, sh- you shouldn't be able yeah. to do that. And he, he just did that under his own steam. And that's what impressed me uh, when I saw him win the derby. Uh, I, I, I have a feeling that Grant knows exactly when and what to do to peak him. And he did that this time last year. Um, I don't even think his uh, patron's purse run was his peak run. I believe we we probably see that tomorrow night. And if he carries on through the carnival, um, he'll be at that peak, I believe, for for his next two or three runs. So, um, no, not shocked. But, gee, that that run last time had to be seen to be believed. Yeah, it's a good point you raise, and it's a scary thought as well. If that wasn't his peak run, there's still something left in the locker what can he do? So he's got the Rising Sun tomorrow night. He's got the Blacks of Fate, the Grand Circuit event, two weeks' time. What about your thoughts on the Tab Eureka? Going back to Menangle, he's a proven performer down there. He goes up against Catch Away, Captain Ravishing. There'll be a few other nice ones, no doubt. But she's uh, going to take some beating in that race as well. Oh, yes, it's mouth-watering, though, isn't it? Those three you mentioned, they're, uh, you know, they're superstars in their own rights. And, um, yeah, what's going to be intriguing is the build-up to that race. It's a new race, so there's no proven formula. Um, we just hope they all get there in the right condition on the day because, uh, you know, that could be, if they get the right conditions, that could be an absolute sizzling time and what a battle it would be. Okay, you're here for the carnival. Do you have a, a quiet word to, to Grant and Trista, Kevin and Kay, about perhaps in time to come getting him across the ditch and competing in some of your big races over there? Oh, it's definitely worth the conversation. And, and you know my love for the New Zealand Trotting Cup, so that would be uh, the ultimate race. Clearly, we're not going to get him here uh, for this year's Cup, given where the Inter Dominion sits and where, where it is. Um, possibly the following year. The one thing I would say is I think some people are getting a little bit ahead of themselves saying he's the best in the world or the best four-year-old in the world. Until you take on the world, you're only speculating, aren't you? Um, his, his, his talent's immense, we know that, but you can't say that he's the best in the world till he travels, and that's one of the things I'll be saying to them. Why don't you come over to New Zealand to our greatest race and, and prove to us how good he is, or indeed come to our richest race, uh, the race by Grins in April. Yeah, well, the challenge is out there, that's for sure and certain. Have you come up with a good thing tomorrow night? Mark Jones has got representation in the inaugural running of the Great Square with Hot to Trot, a horse that you know really well. And the mayor, Manhattan, who goes around in the Fleur de Lille, she's been awesome so far, just needs luck with draws. How do you assess their chances? Look, I spoke to you earlier or texted you earlier in the week about Hot to Trot and don't underestimate him. He ran third in the Northern Derby uh, behind Highgrove and Double Delight, and it was a terrific run, and he's a better horse now. He's won six races in New Zealand, five of those at Addington Raceway. You don't do that as an age group horse unless you're immensely talented. He's got good early speed. Um, I'm not suggesting he'll get the front, but if he gets to follow a helmet, I, I think you might get a bit of a surprise how quick he is, Chris. So I'm looking forward to seeing him, and I'm certainly interested in the 10-odd dollars that's floating around. That um, that interests me. On Manhattan, she's a good mare. She really is. She's Group 1 placed in New Zealand. She's going to have a problem this week, though, because she's probably going to have to sit parked again as she has in her first two starts here in Oz, outside Uptown Beach Girl. I believe she can win one of these races, but the only way she can win one is if she gets to the markers first because back in New Zealand, she's a type of horse that just hates a horse running past her, Chris. So if she can get in front of them, I don't think they would get past her, and I suppose the ultimate race to do that in will be the Golden Girl.
Yeah, well, fingers crossed that she can finally draw a gate there. It's a, it's a, it's a nice draw on paper, but when you look at that speed to her inside, it's a, it's a little bit sticky there tomorrow night. But I'm sure she'll give it her best shot, Manhattan. She's been so brave so far. Hey, Greg, it's great to have you part of the coverage. Have you got a good thing tomorrow night before we uh, let you go this morning? Yeah, dual melody for me. Uh, goes around in the southeast oaks. Um, really like her. She's she's a quality filly. Um, I know she'll be pretty short, but I, I think she'll dominate that race and win. Okay, we'll take it. Two ten right now. Tab fixed price. Greg, really appreciate the time this morning. Great having you back, and we'll see you at tr uh, trackside tomorrow night. Yeah, look forward to it, Chris. Cheers, mate. Thank you. There's Greg O'Connor joining us from New Zealand, coming across to be part of all the action again for the Constellations for Racing Queensland 2023. Let's go to Albion Park now. We'll get the latest from the social media manager from the club, Edgar Patterson. He's online now. Edgar, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing? Really well. Great card tomorrow night. Leap to Fame draws out in gate seven. Are you for or against the champ? Uh, sorry, my phone just cut out. Can you go again? I said, are you for or against the chant drawn gate seven tomorrow night? Ah, yes, late to fame. Uh, I think he can definitely get the job done. Um, he's a superstar horse, as we know. Uh, but it is a mouth-watering field, and we've got some awesome races throughout the whole card as well. So I'm super excited because it feels like it's officially, you know, the big, big sort of nights of the carnival, and I'm just looking forward to seeing all the action and everyone on track and just get a bit of an atmosphere going. No doubt you'll have some... Uh, special tools up your sleeve. Yeah, no doubt about it. Have you uh, been, uh, uh, well, no, I know you've been pouring over the form, but have you found one for tomorrow night that you're super keen on? Well, I'm tossing up between a couple, um, but I'm, I'm actually tempted to go with Big Wheels um, in race number six. From barrier one, I just think over the 2,100 metres, maybe gets the back of expensive ego. Um, and obviously he's the best sectionals of the race in the Wandias mate last week. Um, and he's sort of just had niggly draws and he's been trying his heart out. And I feel like he's finally got the draw here. Pete McMillan to do the driving if they're aggressive early and look to hold up and then maybe hand to the right horse. Up the Kaleido sprint lane goes big wheels. Okay, $6 tab fixed price. You're happy with that? Yeah, I'm happy to go with that. I think the $1.55 top three is probably the multi-anchor. Um, for the night, for me. So, yeah, no, I'm pretty, int pretty intrigued to see where Big Wheels ends up. Yeah, OK. Well, the stable's in form, and they're looking to make a clean sweep of these open features. They won the Lucky Cree. That was Big Wheels. Last week, they won the Wandai's Mate with Black Sedans, and they've got a terrific chance here to claim the Mr. Feelgood with Big Wheels again before the big ones roll around next week and the week after. You'll have more tips on the social pages tomorrow morning. Yep, 100%. They'll be out at 10 a.m. as they usually are on Facebook, Instagram and uh, Twitter, if I can remember to get that one up. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a great old night of racing. OK, well, you've got to get them up because people are wanting as much information as possible. If someone's listening right now and they want to head trackside to take in Leap to Fame, what's the best way to go about it as far as getting a seat and getting, you know, as close as possible? Well, I can give an update that the uh, winning post marquee is officially sold out for uh, all the race nights for the rest of the carnival. So that's that's including this weekend as well. So you can't go on there, but I can tell you, you can go into the home, home straight enclosure. Uh, $89 per person. You get a three-hour drinks package. There'll be nibblies to eat, food and drink. 
Um, and you're right there on the home straight next to the uh, winning post marquee. And there's little uh, marquees in that one as well. There's going to be heaters there to keep you warm because um, it's getting a little bit colder over here now. So, yeah, get onto the website, thecreek.com.au. Click on the 2023 Queensland Constellations tickets and packages and get your tickets because they're selling out. All right, sounds good. So we can just go online, check it all out, or you can give the club a call. Very simple. Someone will be there to help you through it, and you'll be able to get yourself sorted with tickets for not only tomorrow night, but for the next two weeks as well. Garrard Sunshine Sprint Night next Saturday night, the final nine, July 22. That's the big grand circuit event, the Blacks of Fate. Hey, we'll see you trackside tomorrow night, Edgar. Yep, you beauty. See you then. There's Edgar Patterson from the Albion Park Harness Racing Club joining us. And he's keen on race six, number one, Big Wheels. We've saved the best till last. Darren Clayton is online with us now to give us all the good oil for tomorrow night. Darren, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. How are you today? Super, super. First floor jackpot on the rising sun. Maybe a chance of heading up towards quarter of a million dollars for that uh, race tomorrow night, race number eight. This looks a great option here because leap to fame, we can stand out and go wide for second, third and fourth. Yeah, well, that looks the best way to play it because Leap to Fame, he is the best horse in that race and it's very hard to see him getting beat regardless of, of where he draws or how he does it in the run. You would you would expect that it would only be bad luck that can get him beat and um, I think he's good enough to stay out of the way of bad luck and uh, from there, so yeah, that, that big jackpot, it gets to a big pool, stand him out and uh, I think we work around him, my ultimate Ronnie, He'll be second up from a spell. Um, good first up effort, not far for, away from Spirit of St. Louis where he was first up. So uh, that's good form back to a three and four year old race. We've seen how good Can't Find a Better Man has been in his two Queensland runs this campaign. Of course, he defeated Leap to Fame last year in the Southeast Derby. Um, his effort last week, sub 54, wide off the track, his last 800, absolutely superb. And let's not forget, speak the truth. He cops gate six, but um, Leap to Fame set a four-year-old class record over the 2100 a few runs back where Speak the Truth was beaten on that occasion. Speak the Truth come out last week and broke that record. So uh, he has defeated, I guess, a record of Leap to Fame. So, so don't forget him. So I think if you work around those four and then throw in perhaps some of the swoopers for uh, fourth, you're going to go pretty close to getting that big jackpot. Okay, as it stands, just going through the form for Leap to Fame, uh, he, he's raced against most of these. In fact, I think the only one that he hasn't come up against yet is he's Charlie's Angel. And the two three-year-olds, obviously, Don Hugo, Rock and Roll Hammer, and just on those, do you give them any sort of chance tomorrow night? Uh, probably, unfortunately, not, Chris. I think it's they've just they've copped the wrong year to uh, to be a, a handy three-year-old. They're they're pretty well credentialed themselves, both runners. Uh, we saw Rock and Roll Hammer win the uh, Redcliffe Derby with the with the right trip, and um, you know he's no slouch. Neither is Don Hugo. Don Hugo, a really good gate speed horse, so he gets his opportunity to get in a, a really good position, but. Uh, Outside of that, you look at some of those others, even if you take Leap to Fame out of the equation, speak the truth, can't find a better man, my old Matt Ronnie. Unfortunately, they're probably all just uh, 
facing a little bit of a task this time around. So uh, let's keep an eye on them for four-year-olds when they come back next year to have another crack. As we know, Leap to Fame went around in the Rising Sun last year as a three-year-old. He managed to place on uh, in that occasion behind the, the superstar mare, Ladies in Red. So uh, perhaps next year as a four-year-old, uh, those two might be better suited. But unfortunately this year, I think they're they got a very, very big task. Okay, just looking at some of these records here. Leap to Fame against My Ultimate Ronnie. They've clashed four times. It's four nil in favour of Leap to Fame. So he's clearly got the wood on him. Uh, as far as Leap to Fame going up against Can't Find a Better Man. Can't Find a Better Man does boast a victory over Leap to Fame. That was in the South East Derby last year. Uh, last time they met, that was in the Victoria Derby. Leap to Fame won. Can't Find a Better Man finished 10th. Uh, he's actually raced Cobber who starts in this race tomorrow night, Jeff Webster's horse. They clashed in a heat of the Victoria Derby. Leap to Fame was second. Cobber finished seventh. And as far as the locals, we know the record. He's, uh, he's been able to dominate. I've got some stats on Leap to Fame and his little mate, Tim's a trooper. So as it stands, Leap to Fame's had 26 starts, 20 wins, four seconds, one third, and he's finished fourth. That's the only time he's missed out. That was at Menangle as a two-year-old. How many times do you think Leaps of Fame and Tim's a Trooper have gone head-to-head in a race? Oh. Yeah, I would say maybe ooh, about seven, eight, maybe t- lucky to be ten, I'd think. Thirteen. So half of his starts leap to Fame. He's gone up against his little mate, Tim's a trooper. He's a proven Group 1 horse in his own right. Tim's a trooper. And as Jared outlined, there's been a little bit of specking for him. Robbie Morris takes the drive. Robbie drove him when he won that Group 1 feature down in Sydney. 13 times they've clashed throughout their careers. 11 times Leap to Fame has been able to win that race. He finished second in the two other races. One was in a two-year-old feature. Class of the Max, I think, won that race. And then obviously in the South East Derby last year when can't find a better man. So in 13 clashes, Leap to Fame has completely dominated poor old Tim's a trooper, but as we know he's just one of those horses, Tim's a trooper can't be discounted and I'm sure he'll run a good race again tomorrow night Yeah, he certainly will you you wouldn't mind having, if that's your second stringer in your stable like it just shows the class of Leap to Fame because Tim's a trooper he's won over $300,000 himself and I can give you another little stat, uh, Chris, if People are looking at the difference between um, Catch a Wave and Leap to Fame. Well, um, last time Leap to Fame and Tim's a Trooper clashed, Leap to Fame beat Tim's a Trooper by 15 metres. Tim's a Trooper's actually run third to Catch a Wave as a two-year-old. On that time, he was beaten 14 metres. So is there a metre difference between Catch a Wave and Leap to Fame? Well, we're going to find out in the Tab Eureka come September 2, so... Yeah, very interesting. But that race tomorrow night, the, the rising sun for Aqua Constructions set the jump at 8.53. The other Group 1 feature tomorrow night is the inaugural running of the Great Square. What are your thoughts on this trotting feature tomorrow night, Darren? Yeah, really looking forward to this race, Chris. I, I really like... Uh, uh, there's a horse in this that I really like purely off the way the race is going to profile. I think it's going to be a race that's going to generate plenty of early tempo. Um, you've spoken to a number of the, the runners in the past or, or the drivers and connections of some of the runners in this race in the past week. You've spoke to Mark Jones with Hot to Trot. They want to get forward. Um, David Miles and Rockin' With Attitude, he's made no, um, you know, made no 
qualms that he wants to lead this race. Chris Venosio, RC Phoenix, he wants to get forward. James Ratro with London Door Brick, um, probably he's the one that perhaps just stays out of it early. But Ken Aturio, she's a gate speed filly down in gate one. So I can I can foresee this being a really solid tempo. And I really like the chances of Courage Stride in this race. I think he just gets into it perfectly. He's got the master square gating conditioner in Chris Lang, um, bringing him north. Got a great record, Courage Stride. 30 starts, 11 wins, 15 minors. Only been out of the money four times. And um, Chris Lang knows his way around a square gator. And um, for him to, to make the trip north, it uh, doesn't happen very often. Uh, if at all, really, I don't think. And he gets his opportunity, I think, off the back of a really hot tempo. Okay, so you're hoping for fireworks and you think Courage Stride is the, the right play there in the Great Square? Yeah, certainly. RC Phoenix, he's been super. Four from four this campaign, really putting it together and just got hot to trot drawn inside him. So it might just stretch out. I can see RC Phoenix working his way to the top, even though Rockin' With Attitude and David Miles has been uh, really keen to, to lead up. Was it? make his intentions clear that he wants to lead. She's a top filly. She completed the Oaks Derby double in New South Wales at a past two starts. So, um, you know, she's no slouch. And uh, a filly taking on older and uh, horses and uh, and the males, um, you know, they wouldn't come all the way if they didn't think she, she had the talent to, to match it with them. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, they're the two group ones tomorrow night. So that's part of the quaddy. It looks very gettable, the quaddy, tomorrow night. Uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I think you work around the map in the in the first one, um, which is the Fleur de Lille, the, the mare's race, and then the Mr. Fieldwood in the second play a little bit wider there, and then um, the the Great Square, and then obviously Anchor leap to fame to, to finish it off. So um, my numbers playing the quaddy, I think um, in that first leg you can play Carla Jane. She'll, she'll get a, a sniper shot on Uptown Beach Girl, but Uptown Beach Girl certainely looks hard to beat. And throw in number 11, Brave U Kelly. She's the class runner, but um, comes up against the map. So she might just uh, find a bit of rough there. So 1, 2, 11. I think in that second leg they missed a feel good. Big wheels, he certainly gets his chance. I think expensive ego... Uh, he's the one I've got on top to win that race, so he certainly gets his chance. And throw in number nine, Swayze. Also number eight, Magnificent Storm. Just not sure where Magnificent Storm will end up. Probably not the ideal, although he does follow out Big Wheels and leader Peter uh, on Big Wheels. So um, we know where he might end up. And then the Harris de Trotters, Great Square. I think if you play the numbers two, five, six and eleven... Um, to bring it home with Leap to Fame in that last leg, I think, like you say, could be a very gettable quaddy. OK, well, with thanks to Leap to Fame, you got the first four, that big jackpot, looks gettable, and the quaddy looks gettable tomorrow night. Where do we find your best bet on this card tomorrow night? Yeah, I think if we be a little bit patient and just wait through till race nine, I'm really keen on the chances of Bold Medley Jujon. Uh, this is the Rising Sun Consolation. He comes up with gate one, ideally. Um, he's a horse that loves to lead. He's had five wins at Albion Park. Each of those wins, he's been able to be in front. So he's only had the seven runs at Albion Park. He's won five of those. And like I just mentioned, five of those wins been in front. He maps to lead here, and I think that will make him mighty hard to beat. So race nine, number one, bold medley, Jujon. $7.240, tab fixed price right now. 
Yep, and uh, I'm like I say, I think Muscle Bart is a bit of a danger, but I, I don't think uh, he's going. He'll find it tough out there from gate seven. So um, yeah, really keen on Bold Medley Dijon. So that's a really nice price. Okay, the the dashboard is that up and running right now for tomorrow night. Yeah, certainly is. We've just got a bit of a... Um, with those two big Group 1 races, we mentioned Courage Stride and Leap to Fame. Um, off the back of Bold Medley Jujon being my best and Leap to Fame, Grant Dixon uh, is the driver to follow. We'll also have Governor Jujon in Race 1, who I think can run a cheeky race. You get the last start, Redcliffe Oaks winner in the South East Oaks. Cheerleader, she'll be hard to beat. Zealous Spur in the DJA final, who was a heat winner last week. He gets the old champ, Colt 31. Leap to Fame and Bold Medley Jujon. So six really good drives there for Grant. Um, we've got the, the Rising Sun first four jackpot. We've got the numbers there for that and the early and main quaddy numbers. So that's all there. That's live. Get along to the Racing Queensland website to check it all out. Okay, uh, Weekend Winners. There'll be a special edition of Weekend Winners. So make sure you're tuned in uh, to the HRA website and through Racing Queensland and their social channels. They'll have uh, plenty of info as well for this big program coming through tomorrow night. Action starts at 5.10. Hey, just quickly, just going back to the rising sun, just a couple of other little quirky stats. We love a stat on this program. Uh, Luke McCarthy driving Can't Find a Better Man. He's the only driver that's competed in all three rising suns to date. So in the first edition, he was driving uh, Expensive Ego. Third, last year, he sat behind Springy Step for the Jacks from Victoria. Sixth. Where does Khan find a better man? Can he bring up his first win in a rising sun tomorrow night? We'll have to wait and see. And just from the size uh, stats uh, for that race tomorrow night, there's three betters delights, there's two sweet loos, and there's a boost for Queensland. There's two a rock and roll dancers. And as we know, he stands here for Somerset Farm. So a rock and roll dance duly represented in that big group one feature tomorrow night. Yeah, well, that, that's a good uh, advertisement. And, of course, Somerset Farms are sponsoring uh, one of the fixtures there tomorrow night. And they could also get another winner with one of their flagship Queensland performers in Big Wheels. So Rock and Roll Dance, he's the sire of the Albion Park track record holder, Blacks of Dance. His little brother, Big Wheels. Those Big Wheels might keep on turning tomorrow night. Yeah, absolutely. Just on stats, just with that DJA, Aldebaran Misty, clean sweep of the heat so far. If she completes the uh, the big one tomorrow night and takes the final, is it Pink Galaz who's the only one that's been able to do it in recent times? Only one ever, Chris. The only horse ever to Ooh. sweep a DJA series is Pink Galaz. So Aldebaran Misty, she's a mare as well. So she'll put herself in, uh, in pretty esteemed company if she's able to do that. And she's a live chance. Uh, her beautiful manners off the tape, she can get herself in the in the perfect position. So, um, yeah, absolutely every chance is Aldebaran Misty to uh, to get that job done. And uh, if she is able to do it, it'll be um, uh, a good win for Chloe Butler. It'd be the biggest win in her short career to date as well. She's been driving this man super as well. Yeah, last year Global Flight was able to lead all of the way in that race. He lines up again. He beat Majestic Harry. He's qualified again, just like Global Flight. Indefensibles qualified again after competing last year. He was sixth. So do you give any of those uh, trio a chance tomorrow night? I've actually got Global Flight on top, Chris. I've, 
Narissa McMullen's had a bit of a battle with this guy, just really getting him right. In the first round heats, he struck trouble. Um, that sort of ended his his opportunity in that first round and probably looked like he was going to, to struggle to get through to the final. He then came out last week at the 2100 uh, series or round of heats. She got him into the running line. He was just, just a bit steadily away, but then uh, he was good to the line. He was five metres behind Zealous Spur. Um, I like the fact that um, he just seems to be on a bit of an upward trajectory now. She seems to have got him right. Um, that run there last week, I was pleased off the back of that. His first up run earlier in his campaign was actually not too bad. His first two runs this campaign off 20 metres. It's back off the front tape. He won it last year off the front tape. Um, and you look back to a horse like Majestic Harry, who he was able to defeat um, narrowly in last year's in last year's series. On that occasion, Majestic Harry is off 10 metres. He's got another 10, so um, he's effectively another 10 in front of Majestic Harry, although he's probably not going as good as he was last year. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think it, it all shapes that global flight. He's starting to get a couple of runs together, and at the odds in a wide-open race. I'm quite happy to be on him. He's $21 with tab fixed price. Yeah, that's, that's what I say. Like, uh, when the field first went up, when prices first went up, it was $6 the field. There's been a bit of movement around that. But, uh, yeah, in a race that is that open, I'm more than happy to, to have a few few cents each way on global flight at that price. So um, mm-hmm. you can certainly do worse with your money, that's for sure. You'll be good for a loan uh, if, if results go your way tomorrow night. So $21 global fly. You're keen on bold medley Juge on in the Rising Sun Consolation. I think moments ago he was he's now 550. So you've got followers. <laughs> yeah, well, um, just uh, hopefully the money trail is correct. So, um, yeah, maybe global flight might tighten up a little bit now. So I, I knew he was sort of on the way out. Uh, might have to jump off here, get that 21 before before it tightens up too much more. Yep, absolutely. Hey, Darren, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside tomorrow night and we'll chat again next week. Yeah, looking forward to it, Chris. Uh, what, a, what a great uh, three Saturday nights in store we have.